to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? We're online and in your face. Our generation radio. Welcome back to the musical beach party that is Holly's Beach Club, where everything's made up and the points don't matter, but the music matters, and that is why we are all here. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'm so glad to have you, and I've got a lot of really, really great stuff for you tonight. I think I've reached so far into the annals of, wow, I haven't heard this in a long time that I just, I don't even know, so it should be pretty good, and I've got all your favorite locals, like Heavy Honey, and Sarah Burns, and so much more, so stick around. We'll keep it old school and kick things off with It's a Beautiful Day from 1969 and Quicksilver Messenger Service. So, enjoy. Here's It's a Beautiful Day with a positive message with White Bird. Tuesday 
Let's go.
And that's Quicksilver Messenger Service with Fresh Air. And for those of you who don't know what they're talking about, they're definitely not talking about mountain air, if you know what I mean. Coming your way, we've got Santana, Heavy Honey, Cranford Holler, Cranford Hollow. I always do that. <laughs> Sorry, John. <sighs> Cranford Hollow. And Trashy Annie and Madonna and so much more. I've just got a great big wonderful grab bag of music and I can't wait to bring it all to you here is Santana with Black Magic Woman I hope you 
you guys like it. It's about that person that makes shit click and makes it happen, makes everything happen. Whether that's a person, your cat, they just do it for you.
Thanks. 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 I couldn't have said it better myself. That's heavy honey. Local guys make good with how you do it. And I love those guys. I can't wait to possibly write a story about them. I'm I'm getting really, really excited about getting really, really involved with my local scene. So be on the lookout for original content. I'm excited. And coming your way, we've got Cranford Hollow, Trashy Annie, Madonna, and so much more. Stick around, keep it locked. This is Cranford Hollow with Songfield.
she was going to be here. This is going to be one great party. Do you know why Spuds McKenzie has so much fun at parties? Because he's always in control. He knows how to make the party last. It takes good sense to have a good time. Spuds knows it's cool to live by one simple rule. Know when to say when. A reminder from Anheuser-Busch. With live DJs across the USA, this is Our Generation Radio, WOGR-DV, Columbia, South Carolina, a member of the National Association of Digital Broadcasters. Our Generation Radio.
clocking in at number two in the UK, number 10 in the US from Madonna's first album, Madonna, from 1983. That was Borderline. And it was written by her producer, actually, Reggie Lucas, who actually also wrote Physical Attraction. And Madonna actually wrote or co-wrote all the other tracks except Holiday. And what's great about this song is that it's a great example of a writer tailoring a song for a specific artist. Few would guess that this was actually written by a man. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So when Reggie was getting a sense for what Madonna was all about by listening to her demo tapes and watching her perform, he wrote Borderline specifically for her, playing up to her sensual side. And he hadn't discussed the specific inspiration for the song, but many fans speculated that the lyrics are about, well, you know. And at this point, Madonna was still quite subtle about, you know, how she is. And as her career matured, she made, well, she made sex an open topic, releasing overtly sexual songs like Erotica and Justify My Love, and even releasing a book about it. Y'all know. And as for Reggie... He also wrote the Roberta Flack and Donnie Hathaway hit, The Closer I Get to You, that hit number two in 1978, and the Stephanie Mills song, Never Knew Love Like This Before, which hit number six in 1980. And Madonna's vocals were actually pitched up, which is actually fairly common in dance tracks, and it made her sound younger. She was 24 at the time. So there's a few little tidbits for you. And coming your way, we've got local favorite Sarah Burns on deck. Pink Floyd, more local favorites in Zach Deputy and Anna Barnes, and Pretty Darn. I just mixed it all up today, so I hope you enjoy it. And without further ado, here's Sarah Burns with Hurricane. Here it comes.
Surprisingly enough, this song did not chart in the UK, but hit number 70 in the US. It's Pink Floyd with Learning to Fly from the 1987 album A Momentary Lapse of Reason. And it's an unusual song that combines the metaphor of flying with proper flying instructions. Propellers fully forward, flaps set 10 degrees. And uh, David Gilmore said to Only Music, learning to fly is about breaking free and the actual mechanics of learning to fly an airplane. Because at the time, David Gilmore was actually taking flying lessons. And he got the help with the lyric from Anthony Moore, a lyricist who would work on the track On the Turning Away. And his idea was to incorporate phrases Gilmore would hear in his lessons as he was learning to fly a plane. And Gilmore took quite an interest in flying and vintage aircraft, a hobby enabled in part by the commercial success of this song. He later started a company called Intrepid Aviation. So that's kind of cool. I, I didn't know that, did you? And now you know. See, we're learning together. Part of my college radio roots, guys. So I love doing this. This is great for me. Coming your way, we've got more local fun for you. My favorite guy, Zach Deputy. One of my favorites, anyway. And my favorite girl, one of my favorite girls, Anna Barnes, for you. And the brothers, pretty darn. So exciting. Here's Zach Deputy live at Tiki Hut here on Hilton Head Island with I Will Be There. Mm-hmm. 
those 50s and 60s. That's ages, not years. Our Generation Radio. Stuff's at my place Guess it's too late Cause when you don't stay I'm always missing your face We said it was cash Now I'm spinning cash on you It's not that I'm mad It's something I'm glad to do And it's credit fairy dust. Credit fairy dust. Yes, I sprinkle some fairy dust on the application. And your credit rating magically improves. There is no such thing as the credit fairy. An unbeliever now. 
what will you think when your loan is approved? I will think my credit score improved because I paid my bills on time, kept my credit card balances low, and only opened a new card if I needed it. It's the dust. It's sand. Do not deny the credit theory. There is no magic to improving your credit. But there is help. And it's free. Go to creditfairy.org. A public service announcement brought to you by... The Consumer Bankers Foundation. The Leadership Conference on Civil Rights Education Fund. The Ad Council. And, and this, this station. Sassy. Sassy. This week's episode, Danger at the Old Well. Last one to the old well's a rotten egg. Ha I win. Whoa! Johnny fell down the well. I'm wet. What, Sassy? You know where Mr. Gunderson keeps his rope? Go get it, girl. What? You'd rather use his time to set people straight about shelter pet adoption? I'm cold. People shouldn't be afraid to adopt from a shelter? Because shelter pets are screened for sound health and temperament? I'm wet and cold. Sassy, what about Johnny? What? Let Johnny sit in the well until he learns to be more self-reliant? Sassy! What'd he say? Sassy is brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Remember, adopt. Alka-Seltzer invents a new disease, the blahs. The blahs is kind of like the blues, only physical. It's when you're down in the dumps and you don't know a cold is working on you. It's when you're not feeling right, but you don't know what's wrong. It might be a headache on its way, a stomachache on its way. Oh, the blahs, who needs them? You know, we wouldn't have invented a disease unless we had something to take for it. Alka-Seltzer. If Alka-Seltzer can take care of real big upsets, think of what it can do for a simple case of the blondes. And now... Hey, Rocky! Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat! Again? Nothing up my sleeve! Presto! <laughs> Wrong hat! I take a seven and a half! Now here's something we hope you'll really like! <laughs>
As I'm heading into the bottom of my first hour or so, that was Billy Idol with Flesh or Fantasy, one of my favorite songs of his. And coming your way, this song charted at number 69 in the UK and number 2 in the US from Rock and Soul Part 1 from 1983. It is Say It Isn't So by Daryl Hall and John Oates. And by 1983, they were Hall & Oates was one of the most successful acts in America. Stars of radio and MTV with five number one hits behind them. Their newfound fame, however, came with a sense of alienation as they played to the masses. And in an interview, Daryl Hall explained that this feeling was the impetus for the song. The idea that John and I were outside of things, he'd said. You know that line, we like to be the strangers at the party, two rebels in a shell? That had a lot to do with John and I's relationship to the world. And I think that was coming out of a combination of people's perceptions of us at, at the time. We were getting a lot of flack from various things and being on the road and feeling sort of separated from the outside world because we were sort of in this road bubble and also the bubble of our success. Daryl wrote the song on his own. Along with Adult Education, it was one of the two new songs released on their compilation album, Rock and Soul Part, Part 1. And this song sure spent a lot of time at number two on the Hot 100. Four weeks, in fact. The song held the top spot all four weeks. Or the song that held it, held it off the top spot for the four weeks was Say, Say, Say by Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Hall and Oates had six number one singles. This was their only number two. From 1983, here's Hall, <laughs> Hall and Oates, Daryl Hall and John Oates with Say It Isn't So here on WOGR.
in search of the ideal snack. Snossages. What is that special treat? Snossages. We know they love to snitch a snack. We know they love to sneak a sausage, so... Snossages. That's it. Sausage-style snacks. Snossages. Made with meat, a hearty taste, a healthy chew, and voila, the ideal snack. Snossages. But what will we call them? Snossages. Doggy snacks? Snossages. Little saucies? Snossages. Snossages. New canneration Snossages. Scrumptious sausage-style snacks for dogs. selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney Winston tastes good like a cigarette chug. The Flintstones has been brought to you by Winston, America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette chug. W-O-G-R-D-B. Welcome back, party people. This is the Beach Club, Holly's Beach Club, here on OurGenerationRadio.com. I'm Holly, of course, and it's lovely to have you. What we just heard was Hollow Notes with Say It Ain't Say It Isn't So. Say It Ain't So was Weezer. <laughs> and actually, this next song has a little something to do with them too and let's see all right so from the album man of colors now i just recently got totally hooked on this album it's by a a group australian group called ice house and it was from 1987 they charted at number 53 in the uk number seven in the u.s with this song and it was the biggest hit for them in the united states in the song a man thinks he has a chance at love with a woman who seems to be above his station. Ice House is actually an Australian slang term for an insane insane asylum. The group had one other U.S. hit a few months earlier with Crazy, which charted at number 14. They were much more popular in their native Australia, where Electric Blue was a number one and continues to get airplay. And John Oates, along of... Holland Oates wrote this with Ice House lead singer Iva Davis. In 1986, Holland Oates split up to pursue other interests. Daryl Hall released his second solo album that year, while Oates worked as a producer and songwriter. They reunited in 1988, releasing the album Ooh Yeah! So, coming from the album Man of Colors from 1987, here's Ice House with Electric Blue.
1983's White Feathers, that was Kajagugu with Too Shy, charting at number one in the UK, number five in the US. The, synth- the synthesizer-driven song finds lead singer Lamal, who's trying to convince a girl to open up to him. And it was Kajagugu's, Kajagugu's first single and a huge hit for their native UK. In America, MTV launched in August of 1981 and over the next few years many British bands with interesting looks had some success in America simply because they had videos available for the station to play. In Europe there were outlets for music videos before they became viable in the States. Some of these acts like Duran Duran had staying power but others like Haircut 1 or Haircut 100 and Taco were one hit wonders in America. Kajagugu is very much in the latter category, although it, they had several more hits in the UK, including Udubi Ah and Big Apple. Lamal left after Kajagugu's first album, and the band continued without success as Kaja, while Lamal carried on as a solo act, scoring a hit in 1985 with Never Ending Story, which, if you're a fan of Stranger Things, then you know Never Ending Story is big, okay? <laughs> that's a that's a good song. It's kind of on the epic scale. Yeah. <laughs> and Too Shy was written by Lamal and the band's bass player, Nick Beggs. And for those of you who are huge fans of the video like I am, the girl in the video is Allie Espely, a Canadian model who later married the comedian Dennis Miller. She was a friend of Lamal's, which is how she got the gig, and I think that's pretty cool. Also, if you're a Sims fan... The song appears in The Sims 2, open for business in the Sims language, Simlish. So there you go. A little bit of too shy for you. Coming your way, we have a deep dive in the 80s vault with double or is it doble with the captain of her heart. You you decide.
charting at number eight in the UK, number 16 in the US from the 1986 album Blue. That's Dublay with the captain of her heart. And Dublay was the Swiss duo of Kurt Malou and Felix, Felix Haug, who were active during the mid-1980s. The atmospheric song about a woman who was tired of waiting for the man she loves to return to her, even though she still loves him, was the signature hit and got a lot of airtime on VH1, which launched the previous year. Dublay broke up in 1987 and Malou pursued a solo career. Little is known about Malou and Hogue, except that they were the former members of the band Ping Pong, leading to an aura of mystery surrounding the duo, including the fact that they were even a duo. As they began promoting the Blue album, the press was shocked when they met with the two musicians instead of the quartet pictured on the album cover. Malou told the Old School blog, After the bass player of Ping Pong left the trio, Felix Hogue, the drummer, and I looked at each other and saw double. The concept of doubling ourselves and appearing as four people like on the album cover of Blue evolved later since we had already released three maxi singles prior to our first album. And there were three videos shot for this song known as the American version, European version, and the Bollywood version. It was long reported that the American version of the video starred a 15-year-old Denise Richards as the punk girl with cropped blonde hair. This was later revealed to be a Scottish model named Mickey Monroe. The other two girls in the video are played by Marie Sesnick and Anna Mosca. The captain of her heart made Doblade the first sweet Swedish swish that I swish Swiss <laughs> act to land in the top 40 of the Billboard Hot 100. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Coming your way, we've got The Church, Level 42, Billy Joel, a little bit of lesser known Billy Joel, definitely one of those deep dives for you, Elvis Costello, and so much more. WOGR time is 8.52 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm beaming to you live from my Ocean Villa studios here in beautiful Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, and I can't thank you enough for listening. Please let me know you're out there. I just posted a little video on my Instagram at Holly Rocks Radio, just, you know, saying hi, checking in, and thanking you genuinely for tuning in each week. And so you'll find that and so much more. I'm also incredibly active on Twitter at Holly Rocks Radio. Please check me out there as well. And of course, as always, please look for me on Facebook. Give me a like. Let me know you're out there. That is the home base for this radio station, or at least my show for this radio station. The actual home base for Our Generation Radio would be the group on Facebook and OurGenerationRadio.com. Great, now that we've gotten that out of the way and we want to, you know, turn our attention back to the music, we'll continue on with Johnny Hates Jazz and The Church and Level 42 and Billy Joel and so much more. Thank you so much for listening. Here goes the top of the next hour with Johnny Hayes Jazz, Shattered Dreams.
live DJs across the USA. This is Our Generation Radio, WOGRDB, Columbia, South Carolina, a member of the National Association of Digital Broadcasters. Our Generation Radio. Welcome back, folks, to the top of the hour here in Holly's Beach Club, where the music matters and everything's made up. Yep. Except for the facts. The facts aren't made up. The facts are real. Yes. <laughs> I like to educate you as I like to learn. So it's a good thing. Coming your way, what we just heard was The Church with Reptile. And next up, we have from The World Machine in 1985 is Level 42 with Something About You. And it charted at number six in the UK, number seven in the US. And the band wasn't sure the song was good enough for the album, actually. It had more commercial sound and glossier production than the previous jazz and funk recordings and it became their first biggest hit in America. The album has now sold over 3 million copies worldwide and had a 72-week stay on the U.S. charts. This song was acknowledged at the 1991 BMI Awards for 1 million U.S. performances. That is crazy. Bassist Mark King, whose percussive slap bass technique provides the driving groove for this and other level 42 hits, is known as the man with the golden thumb. He is such a good bass player that his hands were insured in the late 1980s for a fortune. And the band took its name from the Douglas Adams book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, in which 42 is the answer to a question about the meaning of life. Isn't that interesting? I think so. And, uh, yeah, so without further ado, here's Level 42 with Something About You.
And that's level 42 with Something About You. And coming your way from the album Glass Houses in 1980, it's Billy Joel and Sleeping with the Television On. And in a 2016 interview on SiriusXM, Billy Joel had said, It's about a guy who's putting a girl down, but he's putting her down because he knows she's going to reject him if he comes on to her. So it's sort of like sour grapes. The jilted guy tells her if she keeps being so choosy with her companions, she'll end up alone at night with just her TV to keep her company. And the song actually starts with the star-spangled banner fading out and sagging into a channel tone, which used to be the norm for TV stations when they would sign off for the night and transmit static until morning. You'll wake up with the white noise. If Diane, the woman in the song, really did fall asleep with her TV on, that's what she would be hearing. And... I just, I love that factoid about this song. It's one of the deeper cuts that I know of from Billy Joel. And outside of 52nd Street, I think Glass House is one of the greatest, like, sort of, you know, low-key albums. And, yeah, well, sort of low-key, because Glass Houses was not only a number one album in the U.S., but it also boasted Joel's first number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 with It's Still Rock and Roll to Me. So, there's little surprises everywhere. Without further ado, here's Billy Joel with Sleeping with the Television On.
Shampoo? Body on tap. 
Body on Tap, the beer-enriched shampoo for super body, super hold, and the shine of your life. Brewed with one-third real beer. Wow. But don't drink it, just shampoo. Whether I pin it, roll it, curl it, or blow it dry. Body on Tap gives me super body. Super body. Super hold. Beer-enriched Body on Tap shampoo for a beautiful head. And the shine of your life. There's a new store in town. Moms and dads, are you looking for a bicycle, tricycle, football? Looking for a model kit, chess set, doll? Something for game time, playtime, fun time? Well, stop your looking and start to shop, and it's a store that has them all. The world's biggest toy stores, Toys R Us. The biggest selection, Toys R Us. Dr. Pepper and I'm proud. I'm part of an original crowd. And if you look around these days... It seems to be a Dr. Pepper craze. I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper, we're a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper. If you drink Dr. Pepper, you're a pepper too. Be a pepper, drink Dr. Pepper. Be a pepper. W-O-G-R-D-B. In the face of strangers Ain't gonna find no 
best, the music, best music for your listening pleasure. Our generation radio. What's up, gang? You're hanging with me here at Holly's Beach Club here on OurGenerationRadio.com as I'm heading into the bottom of my last 30 minutes, my last part of the hour. <laughs> but we're having a good time. And what we just heard was The Human League with Human. And coming your way, this song charted at number 14 in the UK and number 22 in the US and has a very significant hold with singer Dolores O'Riordan, God rest her soul. From the album No Need to Argue in 1994, it's Zombie. And the song was inspired by the IRA bombing in Warrington, Cheshire, England on March 20th, 1993. Two children, Jonathan Ball and Tim Parry, were killed. The IRA is the Irish Republican Army, and it's a militant group that was determined to re- remove the British troops from Northern Ireland. And singer Dolores O'Riordan claimed that Zombie speaks about the Irish fight for independence that seemed to last forever. The lyrics even say it's the same old theme since 1916. Like the responsive work, works of Yeats, Haney, and U2, the Cranberries claimed they wrote Zombie to be a song for peace, peace among England and Ireland. And the song takes the unassail, unassailable position that killing young children is tragic, but in venturing into the political fray, it created a great deal of controversy. This didn't surprise Dolores. I knew that there would be an, an angle of the song because it was controversial, she told Song Facts, but I suppose it was. I was kind of taken aback with the success of the song. I didn't know it was going to be that successful. And the video was shot by Samuel Bear, who flew to Belfast shortly before the ceasefire to get footage of the area. Those are real British soldiers and local children. Bear intercut these scenes with striking images of Dolores O'Riordan standing by a cross covered in gold paint as similarly gilded children look on. Bear, who who began as a painter, was wildly creative in his videos when given free reign. His best-known work is Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit. Getting painted for the video was O'Riordan's idea. Explaining the the symbolism, she told us, it was to make it was to make it a magnificent, in a way, at the cross. It was a metaphoric for all the pain that was being caused, and it was slightly religious as well. On August 31st, 1994, just a few weeks after the song was released, the IRA declared a ceasefire after 25 years of conflict, leading some, of, some critics of the Cranberries to wonder if the IRA was willing to call a truce to make sure the group didn't release any more songs about them. Well... If it gets the job done, right? Here's the cranberries with zombie.
has influenced some of the important artists of our time. Her books of poetry speak for her generation, and her artwork hangs in the most prestigious galleries. She is a rock renaissance woman, a legend, and high priestess of punk, all in one. Tonight, with her friend Sarah McLaughlin playing the piano, she's going to perform the classic hit she wrote with Bruce Springsteen, Because the Night. Please welcome Patti Smith.
from the album Two Rye in 1982. That was Dexy's Midnight Runners with Come On Eileen. Charting at number one in the UK, number one in the US, double whammy. It's a great song. And uh, I think the first time I heard it, and this is going to be so random, but so is every other thing I say. I think I heard it in a pawn shop in Columbia, South Carolina. I believe one of the TVs that was on sale had it on VH1 or VH1 Classic, and they were doing some sort of countdown. And I just remember being so enamored and fascinated with the video. (laughs) And, oh, by the way, this song was number one in the UK and Australia, so there's that. And while the song will fit nicely in an 80s music time capsule, it sounded nothing like the other hits of the era. There are no synthesizers on the song, but there's a banjo, accordion, fiddle, and saxophone. And in a Song Facts interview with Kevin Rowland, it was explained how the song came together. We wanted a good rhythm, and we found one. Lots of records we liked had that rhythm. Concrete and Clay, It's Not Unusual by Tom Jones. Lots of records we like had that bump, bump, but don't sound. And we felt it was a good rhythm. We came up with the chord sequence ourselves and just started singing melodies over it. And I remember thinking, we're really onto something here. It's one of my favorite songs, and I hope it's one of yours, too. I've got a few minutes left, so I'm going to play a little Michael Jackson and then round up with Matthew Wilder with what I like to call one of the greatest Dollar Tree anthems of all time. So stick around. Here's Michael Jackson with Remember the Time. Do you remember how 
My number one favorite Dollar Tree anthem. I say that because every time Lisa and I went into a Dollar Tree in Kentucky, it probably wouldn't matter which one we went to, but there was a specific one in Kentucky that always played Break My Stride (laughs) every time we were there. Oh, my favorite. WOGR time is 10 p.m. right on the nose. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am recording this, so I will be putting it up for replay. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Audacity, oh gosh, uh, everywhere. But I will post links on my Facebook page, so check me out. Um, It's still under the Beach House OGR as the shorthand name, but it's Holly's Beach Club on Our Generation Radio. I know that sounds really complicated, but just go with me. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Holly Rocks Radio. I'll be posting the links there. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will hear, see, hopefully you'll be here next week from 7 to 10 p.m. Same time, same place, right here on OurGenerationRadio.com where the music always stays alive. Be good, be kind, and have a great week. See you next time.